Player two, this is player one. Plugging in. Player one is initiating connection. Player one is online. Player one, this is player two. Plugging in. Player two is initiating connection. Player two is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Thank you for tuning in to episode 115 of the Pulling Away Podcast. I'm reading that through the microphone foam thingy. The, 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 the pop filter. Yeah, you fil- need a pop filter. Here's filter. Where. I can see it's fine. Um, so anyways, thanks for tuning back in. Tim? Uh, Welcome, Minions. Yeah, that's the one. I'm Zach. Yes. He's a Minion welcomer. Yes. Got and that. Got, what have you been up to? Um, I'm just going to jump around. Sure. So, game news and industry events, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a big announcement. There was. But we're going to talk about it later on that uh, segment. Oh, uh, psych. All right, so what have I been up to? Um, a lot of the usual nonsense. Uh, I did get to play some games this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, I'm tired right now. And yeah? I'm tired right now because I've spent all day cleaning out my garage. I played Garage Organizer Simulator 2K16. It's a really long name. Yes, and we can I, just call it I will GOS not be buying, I will not be buying the season pass. What about the expansions? Be, no expansions, no DLC. Shed Simulator 2K16. I wish I'd played that set because that's smaller. Um, no, that's just expansions. So, expansions are always smaller. You've been to my house a couple times. You probably wondered why I'd never let you anywhere yeah, near my garage. Yeah, I've never seen your garage before. Well, let's just say that today is the first day that sunlight has hit like 80% of the floor of my garage. I mean, like, you can actually park a car in there now. I could actually park a car. I, I you can park probably, a car in there? I could parkour in there. You can parkour in there. I could do some hardcore Harry in there. I want to see that movie. Have you seen the, have you seen no. the trailers for that? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'll show you later. Okay. During our commercial break. Okay. Right. We're having a commercial. For we have a commercial. For the first our time. Our first commercial ever, guys. Rebel FM did it this week, so I thought we should be like like the big kids. Yeah, except for we, they did their commercial break in the... First part. Whatever. We're going we're gonna to have it our It threw me off. I was like, wait, is this not the... No, this is his voice. What the hell is going on here? We're going to have a commercial break, too, because we're cool like that. Anyway, I cleaned up the garage. I removed, like, 700 pounds of assorted stuff. At least... And you don't have a truck. But my van um, does have a pretty amazing storage capacity when you fold all the seats down. No, I'm sure it does, but it just makes it difficult when you get there. Yeah. It's you have to reach in instead of reach up. Yeah, through. it's it's a thing. Um, it's so a whole thing. I, I brought a ton of stuff to Goodwill. Brought less stuff to the dump, but some stuff to the dump and organized. How it, much was the dump bill? It was only twenty two. No, that's not bad. You have to pay ten right up front just for going through. What? But I showed up. Yeah, there's a ten dollar fee, no matter what. Like you could literally. I've never done that. Well, no, it's part of the whole bill. Oh. I'm saying if you went there with one styrofoam cup. And threw it's it away. Ten bucks. It'd be ten bucks and seven cents or whatever. Then, oh jeez. If they measured any difference wow. at all. So anyway, um, did that. I put together three shelving units, which is where a lot of the junk ended up going. Holy shit! So there's still a lot of boxes of sort of junk in them, but that's a project for another day. Okay. So I guess I will be buying a DLC. Damn it. 
<laughs> um, so that I don't want to be nine ninety nine. But I literally got up early at like seven and started doing that. Had a break for lunch, and then I've been doing it almost to the time you came here. Holy crap! I'm sick of yeah, sick of that garage. We what, should do bathroom remodel no, simulator here for you. I do need to replace a um, faucet. I'll help you. Actually, not just a, the kids have like messed their bathroom Ooh. up. I need the faucet. I need a. When my son was younger, he tried to climb the towel like a monkey bar. Oh yeah, ripped it right out of the wall. Yeah, so I gotta replace that. So yes, I could play that game. I don't want to play that game. We can do a sink faucet. That's easy, dude. I know. I've done the other two. Okay. So there's only one left in the house. I haven't done bathroom sink. Actually, I did the kitchen sink already. Yeah, see, the kitchen is up to the age where they're not so going to ruin this it. This house like came with the worst fixtures. I don't know if the fixture right there. You notice it? It has room for two light bulbs, but it only has one. <laughs> <laughs> just because, like, they're so cheap that they wouldn't give you the extra fiction. <laughs> anyway, so I've been replacing a lot of things in this house. It was kind of, like, built with the cheapest possible parts. Gotcha. Anyway, enough home improvement talk. What have you been up to? So I went hunting this weekend. That sounds way more fun. It was. Except so, you did pick the worst day of the year to I go. I did. So I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Ugh. And started the hour and a half, the two-hour drive down the gorge. Okay. In the tsunami weather? Yes. So, for people not around here, they were hyping up this huge weather event. It was going to be like... Six, the biggest... 60 mile per hour winds. Everyone's going to die. Um, no, it was supposed to be like a, closer to like 100. Uh, gusts of whatever. Yeah. They kept saying stuff. And there was like tor- it, tornadoes at the beach. In like, like four inches ago. of rain. Yes. And within like a six hour window. But the only thing that it wasn't was really cold. Yeah. It was or, about 60 degrees. Right. Which is not bad. Yeah. Which isn't bad. So... We went out and decided we were going to go hunting that day because that was the first day of the hunting season. You don't get to change those dates. No. So we went out and drove through the rain and then dropped off my cousin and his good friend down the bottom of this, like, the place where we hunt has, like, ravines that, like, go up and down and up and down. I think last year I bitched about having to hike that. Mm -hmm. So this year we sent the two young bucks down there. They're, like, 17 and, like, on the football team so they could hike that. And then we went up on top of it and parked and then hiked down along these, like, ravines to where they dropped mm-hmm. and uh, just sat there and watched in the pouring down rain. Fun. Yeah. So I saw this beautiful buck that was, just, like, sitting, like, a thousand yards down below me. Mm-hmm. Huge freaking buck. Right. I watched it for, like, 45 minutes and I was like, they hadn't got there yet. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to freaking side hill down there and shoot it. And, like, right as I start to go down... Freaking ATV out of nowhere comes up and hauls ass right up to it and it darts and Who just like ATVing during hunting season. Isn't that like a death wish? <sighs> yeah, it should have been. I almost shot him. I got a zero point buck. Yeah, I got <laughs> it's got one it's got a lower horn, does that count? Nobody wants to see that. So um anyways. And then right right as I started like climb up the hill, both my cousin and I have like muzzle brakes on our rifles. Okay. Which are very noticeable when you shoot, because they let off like a really loud percussion. Like usually, a guns like boom and that's it, and like with a muzzle brake, it's like boom. So what's the positive effect of a muzzle brake, Zach? For our listeners, it doesn't familiar. kick as well, right, as much. It's softer on your little gentle. Softer shoulder. on my gentle shoulder, and when it kicks, it doesn't jump. Well, no, actually, it jumps more. Okay. So. Um, you have to be a better shot, but, or no, wait, maybe it kicks less 
and it doesn't jump as much. So your neck but it's closer. extremely louder, like to the point where I lose my hearing for like pretty much two days. Jeez. So, but it could also just be, I don't know, maybe I have sensitive ears, I don't know. I'd have to wear ear protection because I already have. Like, yeah, you would definitely, like if we go to the firing range, well, oh, you have to use I ear protection there. But like I would put the earbuds in mm. and then put ear protection over the top of that for you. Nah. Uh, my earphone, my those things are fun. Okay. So, um, anyway, so I heard my cousin's gun go off, mm -hmm. and, like, then we couldn't get a hold of him. Do you have walkie-talkies or something? We were using our cell phones this year. Um, just texting and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, finally got a hold of him, and, like, as, like, I'm talking to him on the phone, he's like, oh, man, there's, like, this huge buck that just ran up the other side of the hill. And we're like, well, we don't know where the hell you are. He's like, maybe to your guys' left. And I was like, okay, so like, climbed over to the edge. So like, now my whole entire front side soaking wet. And like, out of nowhere, I see this huge buck like start running up the side of the hill. Okay. So I, I pulled up my gun, without even thinking of like, ooh, maybe I should put the ear protection on this in my bag, and just like, boom! <laughs> and I guess like he like, and then he hears yeah, exactly for like the next like two hours. That's all I heard. Yep, that thing. <laughs> So I guess he like fell and then got back up and like started running, but did he sing? I get knocked down. <laughs> I, get up again. Yeah, I think that's down. what he was singing. All right. Yeah, pretty sure. Did he take a whiskey shot and then? I'm not know. really sure if he took a whiskey shot. He might, he took a bloody shot. Ew. Yeah, um, bloody Mary shot. So he took off. Yeah, and I didn't see that because like oh. I was like trying to like. Recover like, from my ears. Ow. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my god, my ears hurt. So, like, I saw, like, I shot, I saw him go down, and, like, I, like, looked away from my gun, and, like, then also my, all I hear is, like, my uncle going, oh, boom, oh, boom, 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 and I was like, what the hell's going on? All right, the little bit of hearing I had was gone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm looking around going, what the hell's going on? He goes, I missed. And I was like, he missed what? He goes, he got back up and ran. And I was like, it's a zombie oh, okay. And, like, as, like, he's, like, was, like, up the hill for me. Because, remember, I had went down the hill partially. This is the part I always get worried about with hunting stories is, like, it seems like everybody's, like, pointed a different direction. And then there's, like, a crossfire situation. Yeah, I've always wondered how nobody dies. Sometimes they do, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I haven't died Do you wear your orange? Yeah. Cool. You have to by law. I... A certain percentage of your body. Oh, speaking of ATV douchebag, did not wear orange and had a gun. So we what sat there, gun? like, a hunting gun. Oh, what a douche. So he was hunting, just, like, zooming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll see a deer. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get back the douchebag ATV guy here in a few minutes. But anyway, so we sat there for, like, 45 minutes watching douchebag ATV guy before we heard the gun go off. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know what the hell he was doing because he was, like, leaning over top of his ATV and, like, laying on the, like, on the back of it. And he'd get up and, like, walk around a little bit. Fat fuck, by the way. Yeah, hence the ATV. It, it, hence the ATV. So anyways, my uncle hears the deer, like, hit a fence somewhere, so we give it, like, ten minutes to die, because we didn't want to get up there and it'd still be alive and, like, have it frightening, like, go off the cliff or the edge or something, or try to attack us. Um, so we wait, we find it, it's wrapped up in barbed wire, mm. fencing. It's dead, one bullet hole, so my uncle missed it all, <laughs> every shot that he took. How I many, think, how many I think shots he shot twice. Just twice? Okay. Yeah. And it was he like made it sound like four. Yeah, well, it's more dramatic that way. And actually, I think he only shot once. Okay. But, 
Um, I couldn't tell because I couldn't hear. So, yeah. Um, you could still hear shots, though. I could still hear the percussions of it. It was just very silent. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we get that. We get my deer. As we're, like, gutting my deer, um, or skinning my deer, because we actually didn't gut it this time. We just straight up skinned it and took off the meat and took off. Because you oh, take I on a deer. I thought you wanted to get the guts out because it goes bad if you don't. We left the guts there. We literally, where he died was, like, on this steep cliff. Mm-hmm. And so we, like, army crawled down there, made, like, a landing with our legs so we could, like, prop him up on it. And then cut the meaty parts off and left the guts and the spine and everything there, unlike mm-hmm. last year. So we cut four legs off, left the wiener attached, because you got to leave the wiener attached in Washington State. That's a law? Mm-hmm. That's weird. I'm yeah. just imagining, like, them talking on A nut or Capitol a wiener? Hill. One or both? One or both. I kind of want to read that part of the bill. Yeah, it should... That's weird. It is. It's so that you don't kill a doe and oh, then bring it into, a, like, a meat factory and tell them to process Look, it. I got balls. Yeah, exactly. You got to, like, I think you actually have So, wait, to, you have to take the balls or leave the balls? You have to take the balls. Well, or the wiener. <laughs> I think I left, I left the balls, took the wiener. That's so weird. Yeah, so his balls probably got ate by coyotes, which, by the way, we saw a couple of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, and another cool thing. So, they were really happy that you left parts of the deer. Oh, yeah. We left all the intestines. I love you, my favorite hunter. (laughs) Screw that ATV guy. Exactly. Um, Speaking of the deer, though, is like this beautiful fog rolled in, which Mm. is not beautiful for a hunter because you can't see anything. No, you can't see anything. But But, you didn't care because you already got your deer. No, no. This is before I got your deer. Oh, it's before. Yeah, yeah. So this fog rolls in, and out of nowhere, within like from me to like your back wall, Mm Mm-hmm. A huge doe and two of her babies like walked out, mm-hmm. sat in front of us, and us like started eating. And like we'd look up and then, like look at us and then go back to eating. That's right. Like, we don't have balls. Yeah, exactly. We don't have balls. And I was like, ah, if I had a they doe know, tag, don't they? They probably do. If I had a doe tag, I would have blast her right in the face and been like, ha your mom's a dumb man. <laughs> Bambi killer. Yep, exactly. So anyways, we dragged that out. As we're gutting my deer, my cousin calls me. And he's like, hey, so I know you guys said to stay away from the ATV guy, but he found us and is offering to take the deer out. So we loaded the deer on the back of the ATV and he's going to haul us out. And we're like, we don't know who the hell this dude is. Is there banjos playing? Yeah. So they dragged his deer. They dragged, I mean, he turned out to be a nice guy, luckily. Not really. And safe guy. He's zooming through the wilderness on ATV. He's an idiot. But at least he wasn't dangerous, is what we were thinking. Two 17-year-old kids with a dude with an ATV. Yeah. And who knows where he takes them on the ATV. Or Back to his, his van. He owns a house right below the bluff we were shooting at. Hmm. So he has like a private road. Which we made a friend for next year. If we ever shoot a deer on that steep cliff, we can drag it down his driveway. And he'll let us drive up his driveway and pick load it that way. Instead of having to drag it up. Cool. I had to carry that deer out on my back. Holy shit. How many pounds do you think? 70, which is like over half my body weight. Right. So, that sucked. Yeah. Huge horns, though. Cool. Yeah. So, you kept the head, the bones. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to boil the head so the skull's only there. I'm going to hang it up in my garage alongside my other one. Cool. I was actually thinking, like, if I get three of them, I could put them above the baby's crib. Yeah. You won't be paying for therapy for that baby ever. Yeah. Well, along with a human congrats. school off of eBay. This is two years in a row that you caught one? No. So, my first year, which was three years ago, 
Okay. No, four years ago now. It didn't seem that long. Three years ago. Three years ago. And then last year, I uh, didn't get anything. Yeah, I guess it was just sausage. So what do you like to do with the meat? Sausage or do you just eat Hamburger. A hamburger? Oh. Yeah, hamburger. And then like the back strap, which is like runs along the spine. Yep. Um, we use for steaks. And then there's a really good part that a lot of people miss right underneath the rib cage, mm-hmm. but above the stomach. So like, there's this fine fucking point. And uh, it's really easy to get to if you cut the intestines out. Or if you cut the stomach open and get everything out of there. Hey, everyone who's eating right now and listening to our podcast. Exactly. If you separate those two, you can cut along the ribs, and there's a thin piece of meat, which is actually like the best steak. But a lot of people don't know Q, it's there. Q's like puking this curry right now. It's perfect. It puked, <laughs> curry's puke anyways. <laughs> You're talking about intestines and stuff. You're calling that puke. That's hilarious. All right. I got photos of it. I sent Let's, you photos of it. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'll, I should post those on thebunsmashers.com. I don't think you should. I'm going to. For those with sensitive stomachs. If you have a sensitive stomach, head over to thebunsmashers.com. Check out episode 115 uh, of the Plug and Play how about, podcast. How about games we've been playing? Let's, let's move Dear to something Dear D- Dissector 2K16. That's not an actual game. Well, I played it last weekend. You did. I'm glad you got something. That's yeah, good. Yeah, me too. Even with the douchebag ATV guy. Yeah. Pretty pissed. I'm going to shut him. <laughs> that's risky behavior in my it's opinion. It's really risky. I don't, I don't know. What my are, uncle was like pissed, and he's a guy you don't want to piss off. So No, and, I mean. It's yeah, stupid. It's just not a good idea. No. Anyway, so what games have you been playing? So I got to play some more Mafia 3. Speaking of dumbass rednecks. Yes, I got to shoot a whole bunch of dumbass rednecks. Yep. That was very satisfying. I did the first, um, what would you call that? Boss? I guess, yeah. You I took t- down the carnival? The, um, I took down the brothel. Oh, okay. That's the first one, I think. Or is it any order you decide? No, it's not any order you decide. So I took out the brothel, rescued some... I guess technically that would be if you, like, dragged him out, yeah, first, yeah. Yeah, so you first you have to clear the brothel, rescue some girls, and then you have to hunt down some of his, um, pimps, take them out. Yeah, like, and then destroy enough imp- stuff for him to come out of hiding. Yep, so did that, um... Finding it's a lot easier to do sneaky stuff than it is. So the that whistle, that's a great thing. Just, it is. They always come to you. And also, if you if you shoot from one area, go into cover, and you move to somewhere else, mm-hmm. they don't know you're moving, so they'll focus that area where they saw you last. After I beat the mission, I got these uh, voodoo dolls, which I haven't had. A I haven't chance. used those either. I haven't had a chance to use them yet. Yeah, smoking voodoo dolls. Right. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fun clearing out the brothel and. Taking everybody out. And the next one's pretty cool, I think. Cool. Yeah. So Actually, I just went through one. It's like actually pretty freaking creepy. So um, how like, many stages or whatever you've gone through? Um, Since you were playing Mafia 3 or 2, you might as well talk about it now. Yeah. I'm probably like four or five in. I'm collecting other people to join my thing now. Okay. That we saw in that uh, sneak peek. At okay. the table, you know? I've just got Cassandra. Yeah, so I'm going after the other two I had right a, now. I had to talk with Cassandra and convince her to take over. No, oh, did you? To help me out. Yeah. So she's, yeah. She's running that area for right now? Yep, for now. Nice. I mean, makes sense that she would anyway. It's her home turf. Exactly. So, um, and that's kind of what, that's how you get the other guys too, is you take over their home turf and you give it to them. So. Cool. Um, it seems like a lot of rinse, wash, and repeat, but the storyline's really cool. So I'm hoping that the that the story parts are great, and I'm hoping there's enough of them in between the repetitive missions that it makes it worth it. I'm, I think so, so far. Cool. So. Um, well, you're a bit ahead of me, so you would know. Yeah. 
Um, so I've also played and finished Event Zero, which I talked about last week, but um, I don't think I'd finished it at that point. I don't think so. Um, wrote a review for it. You can see it on the buttonsmashers.com. Um, yeah, it's a good game. Um, pretty short. It's interesting that your interaction with the world is mostly by typing, hmm. um, talking to the AI. Yeah. So that's kind of a different thing for a game. That's pretty strange. And it's hard not to talk about the next one without talking about our tech talk for the week. Okay. Well, maybe we should skip it then. Um, but that leaves you nothing to talk about. That's <laughs> a problem when I'm looking at the outline. That's fine. You could play this game without playing with the thing that I'm talking about. Res Infinite, which is a game that came out first on Dreamcast, and I like that game a lot, mm -hmm. um, and it's even better now on PlayStation 4. The last game I played... Definitely not my style game. I did play it. Yeah? Yeah, definitely not my style. My, it's cool. My brother came up. He would, he just played it start to finish. Like He loves that game really? way more than I do. He's much better at it, too. Really? But he, he unlocked the final area for me, so I'm happy about that. Nice. Yes, I'll get to check that out. That's cool. Um, Severed is the last game I'm playing on 3DS. I played it before on Vita. Yeah, we've already talked about it a few times, I think. But I'm going to see if the difference is on um, on DS. There's a have you played it yet yep. on DS? Biggest change is the fact that you can have a map on hmm. a second screen or, or cool. a mirror view, just a double view. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nice because then you can look at the screen on top and do the swiping on the bottom screen. That's cool. So you don't have an unobstructed view. Yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I'm having challenges getting a video for my review, but I think I will be able to figure it out. Okay. It just might be... Uh, Not pro-ish. You can't capture from a 3DS. I mean, yeah. maybe you can, but... You, you can, but you have to jailbreak it. Some kind of weird setup. So that's what I've been playing this week. Sweet. And... Um, I think we'll probably just move on because mine's really going to give away... Yeah, let's just... Move good. on over to Tech Talk. Let's do some Tech Talk. Technology. So, I picked up the PlayStation. Um, you already VR. have a PlayStation, buddy. PlayStation VR. Oh, VR. Um, actually, Virtual reality. Probably show it to our YouTube viewers. Yeah, we probably could. Over at youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. There is... We're going to flip this around. There is Tim's setup for the PlayStation VR, guys. There's his, there's his uh, PlayStation dongs. And there is the PlayStation 4 helmet. Um, and yeah, it sure. is actually a... If you want to see what it's, what's all in the package, um, check out Jorge's video on the buttonsmashers.com. He did an unboxing. I didn't see the point of doing another one, so um, you can check that one out if you want. Or not. Or um, you can. But I will or say... Or you should. So there's lots of cords. That's um, the one complaint everyone has about every single VR system. But the PlayStation VR was super plug-and-play friendly. Like, everything just plugged in, worked. Boom. Don't you have, like, an external box or something that plugs into that plugs into yes. your PS? Yes, it's right here. Oh, shit, that's a big box, too. You can probably show them that if you want. Um, maybe I can. How, does it go back pretty far? Oh, no, it's not that big, guys. Not that big at all. Maybe a quarter the size yeah. of PS4. It's more like a, uh, almost like a Wii size. Uh, yeah, roughly. Maybe a little bit smaller. Maybe a little bit smaller. But, um, so you got the box, you got the headset, and there's wires going everywhere. But the wires go behind your head, and then you got to figure out a way to get 
headphones on. Although you could probably just listen earbuds. through your uh, earbuds or just listen to the surround sound you already have. Well, it's not quite. But that has 3D sound. Yeah. So. Do you do you have that set up for 3D sound? I don't know. I don't think so because I don't think my headset really supports it. It came with earbuds, right? Yeah, the earbuds are crap. Yeah, but the earbuds have 3D sound. You should try it sometime. Because mm. you know what the difference is, right? Mm. So, like, surround sound is all on your level. Okay. So, think of, like, the sound is literally level with your face. There's no up and down perception. Okay. 3D sound takes that to another level and adds it to, like, upper, lower. So, you're saying those earbuds that look really cheap that came with it are actually special earbuds? They're... Th- they're you can use any headset, I believe, to make 3D sound, but you gotta. There's a, there's a thing that I think Giant Bomb put out. You can check it out. I will on how to do it, um, or maybe it was uh, what the hell is that? Um, CNET. CNET. Okay. Um, I'll check out CNET. CNET. Um, they got their tech together. Yeah, but those earbuds. So like, say I can. Earbuds that come with it look really cheap. They said that they were because oh. like say like on surround sound like a plane mm-hmm. going by will go from left behind you. Right. To the right, mm-hmm. but on 3D sound, it'll go from upper left to upper middle to upper right. Mm, okay. Or if it's crashing, you know, upper left to lower middle to. Lower well, it would right. be easier to deal with too, because putting them, you know. Yeah. Big bulky. Yeah, it was kind of. They don't fit on there perfectly. Right, because it's bulky. So, yeah. So, um, I'll go ahead and let you t- talk about your experience of the game you okay. put on. So, I played Drive Club. Yes. Um, and that was awesome. Yes, you like I might that. actually try that out during commercial break again. Okay. Because that was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I also tried out a robot game. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, Riggs. Riggs. That game was sweet. So, it reminds me of the Hunger Games. You, like, go inside this, like, not, this is the only thing that reminds me of Hunger Games, really, but it was pretty cool. You go inside this capsule, and you're on top of this robot. And it's like a, like a mech off of, like, Avatar. Kind of, yeah. It's like more like an exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. That's the word I'm looking for. And you battle other people on exos- exoskeletons. Was it 4v4? I think it was 3v3. Okay. Um, and you're on a team. So it's like a sport. Yep. So you're on a team and you're going for the world championship of rigs. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And that's one I'm going to have to see if they have on o- uh, Oculus. No? I don't think so. But maybe I'm wrong. Yep. And I also played Playroom VR. We played a little Mario-esque robot game. Yeah. I want to see more games like this. It's this like, was really cool. So, Matt, you, you remember when you played... Well, do you remember? Yeah, Mario 64? Yeah, the first yeah. time I played Mario 64. Yeah. And blew your mind. It was 3D. Yeah, it was 3D. And very you similar. And stars and coins. And very similar um, feeling, though. When you're like, everything's in 3D and it's all around me. Yeah. It was just super cool. It was really cool. Um, you control... Your, your controller morphs in the PlayStation VR, and you can actually see it. Um, and on the controller, this little hatch, this little robot pops out of, and you can control the robot with the controller that's in the VR that is controlled by your controller in your hand in real life. Mm-hmm. And the controller has different abilities, so it has like a grappling hook. You use your little, what the hell is that little pad called on the front of the PlayStation Just controller? Touch, touch pad, I don't a know. A little touch pad on it. You can like fling it out, and a grappling hook jumps out and like grabs stuff. Your little robot can jump on it. has all boosters. And you fly around, you catch our little robots, and you kick them in the ass. Yeah. And then they fly, and they pop into the controller, and they look up, and they wave at you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yes. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, but it's not an actual game. So I'm hoping that it's somebody just, will just, make a spin-off of that. just one level. Yeah, 
Playroom has always been like a tech demo, like a really short proof of concept. Um, because there was one that came with the original camera, which huh. wasn't as cool. Um, but similar idea. So, as it comes to question of the week time, we asked you a question last week. Yep. And we asked you, um, who wants a code for um, Mafia 3 uh, Season Pass? For PS4. For PS4. And I'm checking right now to see how many people retweeted, and we're going to pick a winner. We also got some on Facebook, just so you know. Okay, so let's add them up. So, I will give you the Facebook ones. Dun 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 Oh my god! That's super cool! That's disturbing. Either one of them is totally cute. All right, how many do you have on Facebook? Well, I got Jesse frickin' LeCow. Hold he doesn't on. even have a PS4. He doesn't have a PS4. He's not getting this crap. Um, hold on. Jesse Lazenby. All right, so we got one on Facebook, one on Twitter, because we just posted this. I was going to post this Sunday, but I got busy. So, um, how about heads is Twitter, tails is Facebook? Sure. Tails. Jesse Lazenby. All right. We will message you. Well, actually... Hmm. It's hard for us to message on Facebook. Let's tag him and have him message us. Yeah. And we'll send you the code. Yep. Congratulations, Jesse. Um, hope you already have Mafia 3. If not, this is your incentive to go get it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, of course, we hope you have a PlayStation 4. Um, congratulations. So that takes us to um, our break. Our very Tasty first, treats. Our very first commercial break. I'm ready for a tasty treat. I need to wet my whistle. Hey, Tim. Yeah? Why should I like us write us on iTunes? Are you tired of the real world? Are I you, mean, yeah. I, it's rainy I'm and missing cold. fingers. Our choices for president are terrible. <laughs> we can grab them by the pussy, though. Yeah, both of them. Uh, <laughs> so, would you like to escape this awful madness? Well, duh. Well, did you remember seeing a movie called The Matrix? Yeah. So, how do you escape The Matrix? I don't remember. You get to a payphone. Oh, that's right. You, have you noticed anything recently? There's no payphones. There's no payphones. You know why there's no payphones? Because they don't want us to escape. That's right. So, we will build you a payphone if we get enough. I know where there's a payphone. We won't tell you where the payphone is unless you subscribe to us on YouTube and give us a rating on iTunes. And then we'll let you know how to escape this hellish reality. But I know where a real payphone is. Don't tell them yet. we got to get some more subscriptions. All right. So, that's what you got to do. If we get a certain number of subscriptions, we will tell you where the one escape is from this hellhole reality. Sounds good. Let's have a break. Commercial break. Commercial break. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Mmm, yes, tastes so good. Yo, get the fuck out of my way. Are you seriously eating banana chips and fucking drinking ketchup? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh. What you need to do, pick your lazy ass up. Go to the store and get hot Cheetos and they, uh, and buy like six of these and just drink the fuck out of it. I, I drink like five of these and, and this is my last one. Drink six and I'll eat these two. Watch. I'll eat this motherfucker in the damn thing. Mmm. 
Damn that shit lit. So you need to go to the fucking store and get them. Alright. This shrimp tastes gooder than a bitch. But how the fuck do I open it though? That's the problem. So what you need to do is get a knife gun. And then cut that shit open. Once you do that, um Let's do a quiz! So what you need to do? Hot Cheeto first. Banana shit. Because I taste like shit. Banana fuckers. There's a hooker. This shit tastes fucking nasty. So yeah, this fucking versus this. And this shit one. I'll still compare in contest. I don't want to fucking drink ketchup. So leave in the comments what's better. Banana shit. Or hot Cheetos. Ketchup. Or this motherfucker right here. So bitch, you better go get your lazy ass to the store. And not buy these motherfuckers. So... You motherfucker, getting your ass whooped. Bitch, the fuck out of here. And we are back. No Cheetos in hand. No Cheetos. No Cheetos. I'm going to have to pay my daughter like 50 bucks if she listens to this episode. <laughs> uh, we actually have two tasting I'm treats. so glad I'm never going to have to worry about that rule in my house. So do you remember my uh, mystery? Um, yeah, your Mary Jane? Yeah, this is my mystery... Mary Jane candy from the vending machine at the car dealership last week, and actually, I've got this too. The guitar! The infamous Mary Jane guitar! Yes, this was actually in a vending machine in a car dealership, folks. So this Crazy. looks like super grease. This is caramel, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, why don't you tell me what this flavor is? My daughter was like, did you read the ingredients? Are you sure you, you didn't eat some marijuana? <laughs> So, um, I did actually read the ingredients before I ate it. Definitely marijuana. Um, there's molasses in it. I remember that. Um, I don't remember everything. Alright, so it is very much a taffy or caramel kind of candy. So, this will be great radio. Um, so, this is definitely molasses. So, I'm going to read the ingredients list while I'm chewing this really sticky candy. Hold on, hold on. Is there... Mm -hmm. Is there teriyaki sauce in this? <laughs> No. Are you sure? I'm definitely going to hint at teriyaki. Okay. Ingredients are corn syrup, dry roasted peanuts, molasses, partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, including cottonseed, soybean. Huh, see, soy. Soy lecithin, salt, diglycerides, hydrogenated vegetable oil. Yeah. Cancer. This isn't a very good healthy. Oh, and there's sugar. Glycerin. So this There's rapeseed in it. Why is that rapeseed? Why is that rapeseed? Look, it's rapeseed. You just put this in our mouth. <laughs> it's not rapeseed. Rapeseed. It's a messed up candy. <laughs> you just gave me rapeseed. <laughs> you put it in your mouth. Alright, um, we need to drink now. Um, this isn't very good. <laughs> what flavor? Just teriyaki? That's the only thing? Yeah. Teriyaki flavored candy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right. How about a beer instead? Because this tasty treat is terrible. <laughs> Worst tasty treat ever. <laughs> oh, don't say that. I can find something worse. 
All right, this can says, you can run, but you can't hide from the hops in this true Northwest IPA. That's true, because we got the rapeseed. <laughs> I'm trying to talk and not drool myself. The rapeseed will do it's that. brewed by hop lovers for hop lovers. It's got 90 IBUs, so this should cut through the candy. I fucking hope so. 6.7 ABU. And, uh, yeah, Alphadelic IPA, Hop Belly. Into our chilled Zelda mugs. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get through this candy. Man, it will not go through it. I just swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> swallowed rapeseed. I just swallowed the rapeseed. <laughs> I can't. The rapist seed? <laughs> no, the rape, rape seed is just as bad. Oh, God. We here at Plug and Play Podcast do not endorse rape. No, no, we don't. Unless it's to Zach's mouth. <laughs> this rape seed swallowing. All right, on to better things. If anything will clear the taste of the candy, it's that. Yep. Nice. That's a very good beer. Yummy. All right, Tim, you ready to kick it? I'm ready. Let's kick it. All right, this week I have the ultimate non-rapeseed CD thing. We need to move away from the rapeseed. We really do. You ever heard of Billy the Kid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have Billy, a Western graphic novel. Nice. So let's go ahead and let them talk about it. Cool. The West. It's a dangerous place, often romanticized. Gold, women, booze, honorable gun battles with no cheating. In reality, it's all death. If you do survive long enough, you still die on the inside. Me? I'm not sure where I stand. Dead? Alive? Dreaming? I don't know. The pain began as a child. The Drass gang took my parents. Lucky for me, Victor was nearby and he took me in. Victor taught me what I needed to know. To ride, to shoot, to survive, to bury the pain. But no matter how much you're taught, the memories still haunt you. But I've made my way to Aspen, the current home of the Drass gang. Along the way, Jane and Gordon joined my journey. Jane, dealing with her own loss. Gordon, well, I haven't quite figured out Gordon. But it's all about Drask. Drask? He's mysterious, quiet, smart. But the face of his gang, Savannah. She's nothing short of ruthless. But it doesn't matter, because nobody will stand in my way. Not Cog, not Savannah, not even Jane or Gordon. Drask will suffer. Drask will die. Because at the end of the day, I'm Billy, and I will settle this score. So guys, uh, is the newest graphic novel from Project Nerd Publishing featuring 68 page of Western action. Um, you guys heard all about it. So it's a basically heavily female uh, based 
graphic western novel. Yeah, the villains are female, the protagonists are female. The worst part about it is I haven't caught up on like three months worth of comics, but I'm definitely backing this, so... Well, here's the thing. Like, you're way backed up on Walking Dead, but this is 68 pages, and you can jump right in, jump right out, and That's you're, right, and you're done. You're, you're not really backed up. You mm-hmm. just focus on the one thing, get in, get out. It's very true. So, we're going to jump down, guys. Digital, thank you for $1. $8 gets you a digital copy. Um, PDF format. And they get that in December. Cosplay print bundle. Bundle. What people don't realize is that comic characters are often modeled after real human folk. Billy is based off costumer model slash uber nerd Aaron Lai. Lay. Oh, they have some great graphic novel things on there. That's awesome. Um, scrolling on down. Uh, oh, up, 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 up. I'm want, trying to find the freaking... All of them? No, no, I'm trying to find... Trying to find words. No, no, no. Go back up. You do it then. You broke your mouse. No, you broke it. I didn't break it. Um, $15 print bundle. Um, artists literally from around the world have created artwork for this imagine of Wild West. Get three prints, basically. Oh, I don't want that. I'm looking for Billy-themed playing cards. No, how about the graphic novel? Graphic no- novel, early bird, no longer available. Um, graphic not what? What the hell is the difference? You get an 8x10 print with the early bird, uh, $20 that you can get now. You don't get the... Okay, so you get you get it, the graphic novel print for $20, so I'll be backing for... What the hell is that? What world-renowned Andrew There's has... There's a sexy variant cover. So for $25, you get a, di- a different cover. $25, I'm getting the sexy, <laughs> sexy edition cover. Um, There's another variant, too. Oh, my God, what the hell? That's not the sexy one, so you don't want it. What was that? It's a Kickstarter variant from Graham Jackson. Yeah, but... But it's based on, like, Western posters. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I got 60-some dollars in this thing already. Why do you need two covers? Just get one. Do they going to show us the covers anywhere here? I don't Digital know. Digital thank you. Print bundle. What's the, what's hold the, on, hold on. We're getting there. We're getting really close. That's the Kickstarter cover. Okay, where's the... Oh! Yeah, th- that's the cover you want. That's the cover I want. Girls in a bathtub. Yep, girls in a bathtub with soap on her boobies. Yes, conveniently. Or $150 is their top package, That's and it's cheap. called Ad Space. Not everyone gets the opportunity to have their business featured in what one-of-a-kind graphic novel. If you own or manage a business you think fans of comic would be interested in, look no further. In your advertising campaign, $150 end up in... Targeted hands, untold countless so comic re- If we chipped in 75 each, Billy could be sponsored by Plug and Play. That's why I'm original Billy art for $150. That's what I'm hearing, but I would really like to have a free comic as well. It doesn't say you get one. I know. You just get an ad. Huh. Um, the other one. This has already been taken. Huh. The original Billy art has already been taken, guys. Uh, they'll send you original piece of art from Zach Revzendendes that is featured as a panel or page in the Interesting that there's not novel. like super high rewards for this one. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed that they kept everything kind of realistic. How are they doing on the goal? So they have 24 days ago. They need $3,500. They are $4,777. It's definitely going to be backed at 138 backers as we stand right now. Right. So that is Billy, a Western graphic novel, guys. Looks awesome. Sounds awesome. I can't wait to get mine. Sexy edition cover. $25. Oh. 
So my kit gets called Lost Ember. It is a game um, where you explore the remains of a fallen empire from a wolf's perspective. We were just talking about um, coyotes. Yeah. I think uh, wolves and coyotes like, are like kind of cool, mysterious creatures. Yeah. Um, so you don't control just wolves, though. You control every animal you encounter huh. to uncover your destiny. So you, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. But if you're listening, you can't really see how the perspective changes from like a wolf to... To like a bird or something? There's a bird. There's a fish. I think there's a mole. Wow. Um, and... If you are watching on YouTube, you also get to miss like the really cool, colorful graphic style it has. Um, but let me let them uh, talk about the game. Where is this out of? I think it might be Germany. Okay. Um, you'll hear from the accents of the developers, which we'll play for you right now. Shelter from the sun and grow in shade and walk among the trees of plants we've made. The rain will wash the sorrows away and learn to soar the skies once again. The wolf was long considered extinct in Germany, but lately wolves were again seen in different areas of our country. That's why he became a symbol for us, a symbol that nature returns. We are Moon Eye Studios, the team behind Lost Ember. Since about two years we work here in Hamburg with our small team. Max, our concept artist and art director, is together with our 3D artist Matthias mainly responsible for the expressive scenery that makes Lost Ember what it is. Lorenz created the story that formed our world and that the player now has to uncover. And finally, it's Pascal's and my job as programmers to enable players to experience that world. With Lost Ember we want to create an experience, trigger emotions, get the player to really feel the story. It always was more than just a game for us. For that, the typical game mechanics always felt wrong. It's really more about exploring the world and experience it from different perspectives, rather than fight enemies or collect coins. Since day one, an immersive atmosphere is most important to us. We want you to lose yourself in our game. It's crucial for an exploration adventure like ours to have captivating sound and music. Will Morton and Craig Connor joined the Lost Ember team with a combined experience of over 30 years in the games industry. 
During that time at Rockstar North, they produced music and sound for games like the entire GTA series and more, before starting their own audio studio, Solid Audio Works. Underneath the beautiful world of Lost Ember lie the ashes of an old civilization. Nature has claimed back the post-apocalyptic realm and turned it into a paradise. Now it's on you to explore the ancient ruins and unveil what happened to the people of Machukila. After two years full of all-nighters and working on weekends, we now need your help. Please support and share our campaign, tell your friends about it and enable us to make Lost Ember the game it deserves to be. Thank you so much for your patronage. Alright guys, so they are seeking $110 and $192 US. Um, it's probably a different amount in their native currency. Um, they're currently at $195,000. Holy crap! So they're at $85,000 over their goal with 3,937 backers. With 26 days to go. Holy this is Moon Eye Studios. Um, so, yeah, the Dutch version. So I think this is out of Germany, where they um, have their game development studio. So for dollar, you get thanks. It does look very, I'd like to say, German-Dutchish art design, There's a Native American. European feel to the character design, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 20... Pounds, I guess, or 22 US gets you a digital copy of the game. Nice. And you get to choose between PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Wow. You also get a thank you in the credits, so that's cool. That's really cool. Um, 35 pounds or whatever it is, 39 US gets you digital plus, digital game edition plus soundtrack, Kickstarter wolf skins, um, three skins, digital art book, and a digital 4K wallpaper, and hmm. a digital map. And moving on, there's a physical art book edition. Oh, that's already gone. Uh, the early backer. Um, lots more special editions. Let's scroll down to the big one. Oh boy. Um, Holy scroll crap. Scrolling down quite a bit. Alright, 7,000 Holy shoot. So, 7,785 US. Emperor's Legacy Plus Edition gets you. Includes Emperor's Legacy Edition, which is the previous reward, plus an extra large wolf statue cast in resin about 12 inches long. A visit to Moon Eye Studios, um, and the day of the development team. Travel costs are not included, as usually are. That's so crappy. Um, design your personal wolf skin. Um, the skin will only be available to you. That's cool. So you get a thank you to well, the credits. Well, that kind of sucks. If it's only available to you, then like nobody else gets to see your awesome design that you made. Uh, yeah, but only you can have it. Yeah, but anybody who knows how to hack a game probably could drop a skin in. Hmm. You know, thank you in the credits, digital copy of the game, digital soundtrack, exclusive Kickstarter wolf scans, digital art book, exclusive digital 4K wallpaper, digital map, become a fallen hero, exclusive legendary animals, exclusive deluxe wolf skins, soundtrack on vinyl, one beta access key, printed map, printed art book, box version of the game, wolf statue, poster, signed poster, alpha access, two release party VIP tickets, Emperor's Tomb, premium credit mention, extra extra large wolf statue, visit to my studios, and design your personal wolf skin together with us. Jesus. For almost eight, eight grand. <laughs> For eight grand, I just walk in and be like, "This is all mine." Just be like, walk in and just be like, "Just make me the wolf off of Zelda. That'd be great, thanks." And uh, looks like this game also have a VR mode. I'm looking. Oh ready. shit! So that'd be cool. So that's uh, Lost Ember, guys. Check it out. Um, it's a very pretty game. Um, see if you're interested in it and think about backing it. Twenty bucks is not bad for this type of game. Nope. Uh, it looks like an exploration game, which is yeah the type of game I enjoy. 
Um, so let's move on to game news. Uh, um, not a lot of news this week, but you did cover something. I'll let you talk about it. So, guys, Red Dead Redemption 2 was teased, what was that, Sunday morning, I believe it was, because we're, what, on Tuesday now? Yep. Yeah, so Sunday morning, Rockstar Studios posted a image on their Twitter account of their uh, Rockstar logo on a red background, um, which is iconic to the Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, it was a very exact art style of Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. Um, fast forward to yesterday morning when they broke the news of cowboys coming over the top of a mountain on or a hill on a horizon um, from their Twitter account. And then this morning, they broke the news that it will have a online multiplayer Sweet. Um, functionality to it that's been unseen in their games before. So we all know how uh, Grand Theft Auto V online multiplayer goes. So I'm excited. That's actually, actually a really good online multiplayer, I think, is Grand Theft Auto V. Um, so I'm excited to see how they built upon that for this. Um, Red Dead Redemption has been a game that's been widely... Uh, you get to skin animals. You get to skin animals. and Bringing it back to the It's first actually the first uh, Rockstar game where they don't really womenize, like dehumanize women. You can't go to a brothel. You don't have relations with scandalous women. Um, I think there's, like, a couple parts are kind of, like, on the risky side, like, where it's, like, oh, like, they're flirting, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, you know, John Marston's a pretty down-to-earth family guy, just trying to get back to his family. Um, and they really played played it out that way. Um, I guess so, have a new character to follow for this one. I'm not really sure. That's another thing is that uh, they're... I wonder uh, if you make your own character. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, where they put the time frame in this one is going to be very interesting because Red Dead Revolver is a PS2 game um, that chronicles a family member that leads into John Marston, which is 1911. 1911, when this game ends, leads up pretty close to World War One-ish, I, I believe. Or it goes into Mafia 1. That's true. <laughs> Just kidding. So, different company. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually Mafia 3? Could be. No, no. So um, it's going to be interesting. I have a feeling that maybe we never actually got John Marston's, like, uh, spoiler if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption. The beginning of Red Dead Redemption, you play as John Marston, a character cowboy that is basically hunting down his accomplices that was in this Wild West gang. Um, and you're trying to kill them, uh, trying to kill who used to be considered your brother. Um, I believe because he killed your f wife. I can't remember exactly, or maybe he got locked, got you locked up or s no, 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 the feds got something above your head. That they're going to kill you for if you don't kill him. So you're going after him to save yourself, to save your family and whatever. Anyways, you don't play in that gang. So I have a feeling that those people coming over the horizon were a younger John Marston in his Wild West gang. So I'm thinking that this is going to be actually before the events of Red Dead Redemption. But we'll see. That's definitely a possibility. So, because if it's after, you'd be playing out as a son, which is pretty cool. But his son is basically, like, only a role in Red Dead Redemption until, like, the very end when he does something. 
Yep. So, um, I'm excited. I'm a huge fan. I really hope that they broaden their horizons and come to PC immediately along with consoles. If not... I guess you'll have to get a PS4. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about some games that are actually out this week. We got some uh, game releases, although not as many as last week. This is a really light week. Um, it's the end of the month, I guess. Almost. I think I remember last week being pretty epic, though. There was a lot last of P- week was a lot. There's a lot of PSVR games. There's a lot of PSVR games. So this this week we have... Uh, we have any PSVR games this week? Nope. Nope. We got an Oculus Rift game, though. We do. A couple, actually. That's weird. Uh, more time. City of the Damned for PS4 and Xbox One. Damn! That's October 18th. We got Eagle Flight for the Oculus Rift. And December 20th. Wow, for HTC 5 and PSVR. Oh, there we there go, PSVR. PSVR. So we have to wait. What the hell is Eagle Flight? I don't know, look it up. I'm looking um, it up. So I got Batman Return to Arkham. That's coming what? Up. Batman Return to Arkham. Uh, coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, you can look that one up too if you want. Still, Stellaris, the Leviathan expansion, is coming out for PC on the 20th. Every time we say Leviathan, I always think of the freaking podcast I listen to. There, there's other Leviathans. There's many Leviathans in the Seas Act. Battlefield Only 1. Only one in the Marianas Trench. Battlefield 1 comes for October 21st. So that's not out yet. I've heard so much about this that I kind of thought that this was out already, but I guess not. Which one? Battlefield 1. No, it comes out this week. I thought somebody was playing it. Is there an EA no, early like access a, or something? It is early access games for all the backers and stuff. Or not backers, but the pre-orders. Okay, so people are playing it now? Not right now. No, it's off now. Okay. Well, wait, wait. No, so, no. If so you like bought, if you like bought a, a certain bundle, uh-huh. if you bought a certain bundle, I think you are playing it as of Friday. I just thought I heard of people already playing it, so I was. There was a couple of betas like leading up to the last couple weeks. Okay. So this eagle game, you're literally an eagle with a trail following you, flying through cities. All right. I guess I can check that out in December. Eagle. You could get real sick really easily. It looks Do like. a barrel roll. That's not undoable. <laughs> I've seen that I, happen okay. here. Now I have to do a barrel roll in VR. That, yeah. Oh, and there's other people. It's multiplayer. Other eagles? You can fly with other eagles that are other people. Hmm. Be free! Fly with me! Woohoo! <laughs> Mario Eagle version? Yep. That's the Wii U version. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lego Harry Potter collection is coming out for PS4, um, in case you didn't already buy all the other Lego... Harry Potter games. Yeah, right. Civ 6 comes out for PC. There'll be quite a few people excited for that. October 21st. So we're looking at Batman Return to Arkham? Yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. You need to do it. What the hell is that? Is that the VR game? No. I've got the VR game right here. It is called... <laughs> Batman Arkham VR. Real creative. But it's not Return or anything. So we got a fair amount of genres here. Um, oh, it's a remaster of Asylum and City is out. Um, so it's a it's a uh, remaster of Batman uh, Asylum and City. Okay, did so. you haven't played the first one? It's really good. I don't like the second one as much. The third one's okay, although they do way too much with the Batmobile. I haven't played any of them. I have them all. I haven't played it. Oh, I tried to play one. One is good. Bored. I wonder if they remastered it all for the PC. One is still my I favorite. I have all of them, so... One's my favorite. You actually do some detectiving, and Batman doesn't usually... A little bit. Even though he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, that's one of his little tags. Yeah. Usually the games don't portray him that way, so that's cool. Although, my VR game is supposed to have some detective stuff, too, so... It's only detective stuff, for, apparently. I'm okay with that, because I only spent $6, and I don't care. So really? I, yes. Shit. Um, 
Yes, I love screwing Best Buy out of their money. Um, After they screw you out of your Mafia 3? Yeah. I got it eventually, damn it. You should send me that video I of might've... you doing that little rage quit, <laughs> and I'll put it at the top right of our video. Okay. <laughs> if Tim sends it to me, it's at the top right of our YouTube.com. So what he's talking about is I pre-ordered Mafia 3 at one location, like a month, or month and a half. When was PAX? Like, uh, when the fuck was PAX? Like two months ago. Okay, so I pre-ordered it right the day we got back because I had a season pass. And I go to the store, and they're like, yeah, we don't have a copy for you. I'm like, I pre-ordered it over a month ago. You've got signs on the front of the store. That, like, you, like, you know how they advertise yeah, certain, yeah. certain games? Yeah. There was a sign in the front. There was a sign in this, in this game session. And there was a kiosk in the middle of the store. And it was empty? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I ended up having to call. I had to call corporate headquarters to get it, my order transferred. To another store. Oh my god! To drive twenty minutes there and back to the other store. But I got my copy of Mafia Three, damn it! But if you look at the top right of our video, you'll see what I did at the first store. That's was pretty cool. Yes, I am twelve. Except for I would have just taken it. That's Grand Theft Sign. That's not Grand Theft Sign. There's no freaking Grand Theft. That needs to cost like thirty bucks. Okay, that's Minor Theft Sign. It's a fucking. I like misdemeanor. I, I don't give a I shit. I like what I did a bit better. I felt a lot better after that. Did you? I did. Because I laughed my ass off for like 30 minutes at work. <laughs> it's very uncharacteristic of me. It was. It, I was like, I did not expect that to come from Tim. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, ask you the question of the week. Okay. So earlier we talked about Red Dead Redemption, and yep. that is unusual because Western games are not a typical genre. No. Although you could say it's an open world game as well. So Technically. But, you know, what's your favorite genre? Do you like games like Civ Five? Do you like... Um, you know, open world games like uh, Mafia Three or yeah, or Red, Zelda or Red. That's not open world, exactly. So I know the next one is going to be, but if I was going to classify that as a genre, I would say that's an adventure um, puzzle, adventure exploration game, which mm -hmm. is my favorite genre. So I tend to like. I'll answer the question first. Um, I tend to like exploration games or adventure games where you're clicking on stuff and discovering stuff and having conversations and kind of exploring the world. Um, I don't mind combat in there, but I don't like games where that's the focus. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a, like a first-person shooter guy, typically. Mm -hmm. I like a little bit of dialogue, a little bit of story, um, and I like to kind of explore the world around me. So, so I kind of swing a little bit. I do like the mind-numbingness of just shooting the shit out of stuff. Sure. Fast-paced FPS games. I get it. Um, but when I personally just choose to sit down, I always find myself with... Uh, Exploration games, um, really or open world. Because I'm thinking of a certain NBA 2K17. Yeah, you like the basketball. Yeah, game. I well, I do love sports games, but it's only that one sports game, so I don't really know if I should really classify that. All right. When I'm well, not sitting down, there, do whenever get... I buy a game recently, uh -huh. it's been exploration or adventure, one or the other. Okay. So other than NBA, if we just maybe Zach's tastes are maturing. I mean, I still like to play basketball. You do a lot. A lot. I think I already have like 60 hours clocked in that game. I'm not surprised. Yeah. But tell us, what is your favorite game genre? What do you... Or mix. I mean, we've mixed ours up. Yeah. Sort um, of. A little bit. Kind of. But yeah. let us know. And where can they let us know, Zach? You guys can let us know at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter, and Instagram at, at plug and play cast. 
YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. But if you're already watching this video, you already fucking know it. So just hit the subscribe button that's in the bottom left. Yeah, if you want, you can leave a, a comment on this video. Or a comment on this video. That'd be pretty cool. Or a thumbs up. Don't. There's no thumbs down, so just do thumbs up. The, that that button doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's broken. Yep. It's broken. YouTube's a shitty company. They need to fix our stuff. <laughs> so, uh, or... You guys can always find uh, this article over at thebuttonsmashers.com or plugandplaygamer.com. You can leave a comment through there, too. Yep, huh? exactly. Um, until next time, guys, on 116, which is technically in an alternate universe, episode 8. Okay. We're starting over. Or 611. That's that's the backwards, like... That's the bizarre, backwards universe, that's the bizarre where universe. you start at the end of it, and we just talk backwards, and yeah, it seems like got, a, or, you know, a de demonic or, voice comes through. Play that backwards and see what it's just said. Exactly. So until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine.